What is up, everybody? How are you doing? And I'm so excited because this is the 20th fucking episode of the Reluctant Vegan Sun. I don't know why I did that voice. I felt like it. I hope it's hype. I'll listen to it in a bit. But my friend Miles stops by for half a second. He's a great chef. I hopefully have him on the show soon. And we also talk about how the hardest thing to do is the first thing. Because look at us. We're on episode 20. Hope you enjoy this episode. Before quarantine, I was on spring break in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. I was drinking, I was smoking, don't catch me FBI, I was living life. I thought I had a great time. I was eating a shit ton of fast food. Quarantine hit, I came home, my family is vegan. I became the reluctant vegan son. This is my podcast talking with my friends and family about food, veganism, all types of things, whatever the fuck comes up and I love it. So, hit the music. Hello, everybody, and welcome. This is now our 20th episode. Wow, this is the same age as me. Wow. But 20 is like a real thing. Like, you know, we're going on you know, almost a half a year. Like, this is pretty tremendous. Uh, half a year's 26. Well, but getting there, I mean, we're getting close. We are getting close. We are this getting is not nothing. Like, this is a habit already. It, this it is something. Has, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, huge. I've done 20 episodes, and yeah. she wanted to be in 20 episodes. I, I do want to. I do want <laughs> to be in twenty episodes. episodes. That is so true. <laughs> well, you said that I, I'm somehow like promoting the ones that I'm actually it in. Is. Well, how many people listened to the last episode? 23. <gasps> wow. More than the amount of episodes you put out. I know. I know. It's, it's at 15 people to listen on average. Please, if wow. you're listening and you enjoy it, tell your friends if you think they'll enjoy it. Rate and review. Leave a review. Be really nice. I'll shamelessly mm. ask you to review in the first minute. So yeah, thank no, you very we, much. We want you to review. This if is, you don't this is like an it, ask. let me know. Mm. If you disagree with what I'm saying, let me know and we can talk because I always like talking with people and you don't have to agree with me. You're really good about that. I'm usually like, mm-hmm. if you don't like it, screw you. Yeah. But mm. anyways, uh, okay. so episode 20. Wow. That's wow. a lot. Yeah. You. What is something that I've given up before doing 20 attempts of? Oh, that's a mm-hmm. really good question. I mean, I don't know for me. Do you have anything off the top of your head? I mean, I think people give up a lot. You know, they try it once or twice and then they've decided that somehow they're going to fail at it and they stop. I mean, that's why people actually don't move towards their goal. Hmm. Yeah. And that's the only thing stopping them from moving to people to the goal. So I'm just like, the fact that they're not trying. Do people stop working out after New Year's? Oh, that's so interesting. Longer than 20 days or not. Oh, I'm sure it might be a month at the most, but yeah. You know, I was thinking about, you know, a, a baby who actually walks and falls down a thousand times. And it's not actually the falling down. It's the getting up that strengthens their muscles enough to walk. If they just were able to get up and walk the whole time, they wouldn't be strong enough to fall down and get up again. So Ooh, babies? The, the babies. Yeah. So falling down and getting up is what strengthened their muscle enough to walk well. Hmm. So you have to fall down a hundred times, a thousand times in order to build up the resilience to be able to fail without letting it crush your soul. Hmm. 
babies do fall a lot. They definitely do. They do, but but it's the actual falling that gets them stronger. Hmm. Yeah, according to what I looked up, first thing on Google that I saw, I'm, I don't know what the source is. I don't know what the place going. It says three weeks is when things tend to tail off. Oh, interesting. Well, you're well down three weeks. Well, you're not only well, at 20 episodes. It's not 20 it's times, 20 but they're 20 weeks. weeks. But, yes. but that's only 20 episodes. What mm. I'm saying is if you equate an episode to a day going to the gym, and you don't even work, you don't work out every day. So right. it's probably long. That's like times going to the gym. Well, I mean, don't you think it's better to work out at least once a week and continuous than having to do it two or three times a week? Like if you're going to do it once a week, then do it once a week and be committed to it. Yeah, Just because but, you're not doing it in a particular way doesn't mean you shouldn't be committed to it. And then you never know it will get to, to two or three times a week. That's true. Yeah. I mean, I think that people who go to, I mean, you can do whatever you want when you go to the gym. I'm like, when you go to once a gym, once a week to a gym, you might not see the same, you won't see the same results you see. Or if you're going to work out every part of your body, you're going to be there for a long time. Right. But that's, that's no reason to not start building a habit. Right. That's it's the very least. The habit. Yeah. Well, they say that it's actually getting to that first step that makes the difference. And so that is much, much closer. So, you know, let's say you want to run a marathon. If you run a mile, then you are much closer to the 26 miles that you're running than if you mm -hmm. never get off the couch at all. So yeah. even if you're just doing a mile, so that is much, much close. That's 99% closer to your goal than that zero one mm -hmm. even though it's closer to that zero point it's still 99 percent more likely that you will get up and do that just having gone that one mile i remember when i said i wanted to run a marathon over quarantine mm. i don't want to do that no? <laughs> ever I, mean, I feel like that's a good that's like a bucket list thing like it would be cool to be in the new york city marathon mm. do i want to do that but that should be the end goal to get in shape it shouldn't be oh i'm gonna run the marathon because it's cool to run the marathon no i want to run and then if i the goal is to run a marathon that might push me to run more and often right i mean it doesn't have to be to get in shape and yeah you, you have to think of what your compelling reason is to do it exactly. and if that's motivating enough then fine if my compelling reason to lose weight is so that i fit into my clothes even though it's not for some grand purpose of my health necessarily it's still a motivating factor for me so yeah. whatever you want to do you have to have a completely compelling reason to do it mm -hmm. and that's what causes the shift yeah so there's a trend that uh, Lily was saying. I was talking to OG Vegan Lily uh, on TikTok. <laughs> she's the first vegan actu ever, actually. That's why she's OG Vegan. And the first vegan yeah, ever? she's just the first vegan. The first vegan in our family. Well, yeah. That right. was a joke. Huh. The first vegan ever. The first vegan. Ha, got it. Ha, ha. ha you're funny. Ha. Good. Ha. Sorry. That's why we don't try to do jokes on the podcast. They just come <laughs> We do laugh a lot, though. They we do. do laugh a lot, yeah. That's yeah, true. the jokes don't have to be the only way to be funny. Like it's hard for people to be told to be funny mm. and produce something. I think that's what comedians are so impressed about comedians uh -huh. because they go on stage with people. I mean, people are expecting to laugh, but they're told to be funny and they come up with everything off the spot, no context, have to explain the entire story and the entire joke to people who might not know anything about the situation. Mm. Whereas in context, you could like say one line or say a lot of things and make people laugh. Mm -hmm. True. Very so. true. Hmm. But Lily was saying there's a trend on TikTok about people giving up things or developing habits to end the year. A lot of people think 2020 is a really shitty year. It's pretty shitty. You got worldwide pandemic. Got... Yeah. Uh, you think it's shitty? I don't mind it, personally. Because yeah. I, I, yeah, I, I had a, a great year. Time. 
I'm having yeah. a good year, but a lot of people are having a rough time with X stuff closing down the pandemic. And there's been a lot of protests and there's a lot of stuff going on this summer. We have this whole reelection thing going on right now, which is a huge mess. I mean, right. But there's a lot of movement. I mean, there's something there's, that had to move yeah. and shift. And this was a way to slow it down enough to actually do it. I'm not saying it was good for everybody or not mm -hmm. good for everybody, but it's not, it wasn't just completely accepted that it was a bad year. It was bad for some people. It was good mm -hmm. for other people. So I mean, it's, but that's what I'm trying to say is that's always the case. Right. That's true. Everybody, some people are going to have to, it just felt like this year, a lot more people were saying, oh, this was a really bad year for me personally. Like not right. that, that right. felt like a lot of people were saying that. But, right. But, but a lot of people who didn't have necessarily bad years, meaning they didn't lose their job and they were still home quite a bit, still felt scared and bad, mm -hmm. which I thought was really interesting too. So they kind of year. bought on to the bad year thing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So because of that, TikTok, I don't go on TikTok. <laughs> Mm. I don't know. I don't, I don't mm. like it. No? I just, I don't find it that funny. I'm like, uh, great. Mm. Mm. I'd rather watch like some show or something uh -huh. with my time. Than what show are you watching lately? I'm still watching Breaking Bad. I'm watching oh, some wow. anime. Wow. Uh, Where are you in Breaking Bad now? I'm in the third season. Uh huh. So after Hank gets a shot. Mm. So yeah. Uh, mm. Spoiler alert. I'm in the hospital right now. <laughs> no. Dude, if you wanted to see Breaking Bad, la, 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 people get shot. <laughs> they get more than they get shot. Occurs. They get chopped up. They get acid burned and melted. Yeah. Sorry. Spoiler alert. Spoiler, spoiler alert. alert again. It's really well done, though. It is. It's a really <laughs> well done show, but really disturbing. It's gruesome. It's very mm -hmm. gruesome, but mm -hmm. it's really good. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm watching that. But anyways, on TikTok, there was... Ooh, got a hair there's a cat was in the room today mm. taking my nap mirror uh, but uh adam is allergic to cats yeah i've been taking nap mirror uh yeah. they're having videos of people trying to start new habits or give up bad habits lily was okay. saying that she's doing a really good job not picking uh-huh yeah lily's a face picker i'm yeah, a, she's a face picker i'm a cuticle, cuticle picker. picker and i'm a nail biter you're definitely a nail biter okay and uh so those are habits we're getting towards the end of 2020 and that's the good thing about social media, because they, there are some things that are terrible about social media. Mm. There are some good things. And if people come together and like they're using this to try to promote developing a good habit going into the next year. Mm. And nobody knows what's going to happen in the next year. We don't know what's going to happen in the results of the election, what the results of the election will actually bring, whether for being who's going to be president or the concessions that are going to happen or how either Trump seeds power or Democrats seed the election. Either way, it's going to be a messy affair. Uh, Maybe. Hard it's, to possible. Know. it's possible. It's yeah. possible. It's possible to be. Mm -hmm. So like there's still lots of stuff going on. Nobody knows the state. And then it's how the economy reacts, how everything reacts to either Trump staying in office or Biden taking over office. Mm -hmm. Either one. And right. then if Amy Coney Barrett gets confirmed onto the Supreme Court or something yeah. or, or a Democratic candidate. So there's a lot of changes going to happen. People don't know what they're at, but they're trying to just eliminate some bad habits before. Mm. So any really nice. thoughts about how to eliminate them? Uh, how to eliminate? I think it's good to eliminate them. I think they have, you have to start being conscious with the change because a lot of habits form over time, their recordings, their familiarities. Mm. They uh, like when I bite my nails, when I'm bored or nervous or mm. yeah, I think those are the two main ones when I bite my nails. Bored and so you've been able to identify a thought. Yeah, I can identify the thought and oh, it's just comforting. 
Like, and I know so, why I bite my nails, and I think that's a reason why Lily picks. I think that's why you bite your cuticles. Right. So, but I've been stopping to actually look at the reasons why, think about it, and then decide if I like the result or I don't like the result and what result I'd like to see and change it. So if you're, if you know what your thoughts are related to it, I think what ends up happening is that people just call it a habit and decide to not look at their thoughts. And the thoughts mm -hmm. probably are fairly deeply grooved into the recording, but yeah, the habits are built over time. You keep doing it and it becomes natural reaction because ingrained and right. into the recording. Do you want to quit biting your nails? Uh, I don't really care personally. It would probably be good. Mm. Uh, I think I don't have enough. I think personally, I don't have enough personal motivation to shift right now. Mm, got it. Uh, I think that the easiest way for me to give up biting my nails would be if I shift that to a different thing. Right. How hard does it need to be, though? See, the, the thing is, is if, if we take all the time or decide that the time isn't right to change something, then you never really change anything. That is true. Yeah. So if even if you just like once a day when you started to bite your nails, like, like thought about what you were thinking about and then kind of got over the urge and maybe put like a little nickel in an urge jar or something like that. Eventually, if you did it 20 times, that would start to become the habit. It doesn't really take to that put long. Money in a jar. You could put money in a jar. You could put a little pebble well, in a jar. That's what I was going to say. It sounds like you're trying to replace the habit. You're trying to integrate a different reaction to the thought. It's just a different thought. You don't have to do anything different. No, no, no. But what you're saying is that instead of biting my nails, when I have the thought of biting my nails, I then put the quarter or the pebble into the jar. Right. Well, the so thing I'm about the pebble in the jar. something else to, to my thought of biting my nails. Well, I think part of it is that if you see that the jar is building up, you know that you've done it that many <laughs> times and that you could be successful at it. So it's That's more true. like an affirmation to... Hmm that you're able to stop your urges. And I think we have somehow been taught that we are unable to stop most of our urges. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But there are yeah. some urges that we definitely stop, like, like, or that we decide to not do, right? Mm -hmm. There's some, so, yeah, I mean, I stopped eating meat. That was pretty yeah. good. Yeah, that was a big deal. And everybody thinks it's a really huge thing, but you don't even think it's a big deal anymore. You're like, oh, this is easy. Well, yeah, I just have to think more about my cooking, not eat what my friends make, right. not eat McDonald's. Oh, that's right. hard. Does not. it feel hard? No. But no, it doesn't feel hard. It's my, so, mind, my mind likes so, saying it feels hard. Yeah, it likes saying it. Why does it like to say that? Hmm. Probably it's recorded. Mm. It's recorded that one thing, I want things to be difficult, so I don't necessarily have to change or I think I'm solving something. I'm not, oh, I haven't put my finger on it. I need, I need time to reflect on why. My gut reactions are, oh, that, that, that seems difficult, or I don't know how to do uh -huh. something. Right. Rather than changing, because the reaction should be, and, and I'm pinpointing it. I think it's good to pinpoint what your reactions are and how your thoughts are affected, because that's all it is. Right. And instead of saying, I don't know, it should be, how can I do this? Right. Right, definitely. And I, I, I don't know. It's just I mean, limiting, I don't know is, right, it's a limiting. It's a limiting thought on myself. Yeah. Right. Right. So it gives you an out to not yeah. have to do something because if you don't know, mm -hmm. then how are you going to figure out how to? Yeah. You're doing a good oh. job at trying to not yawn. I'm really, I'm tired. You were up late last night drinking. I was, yeah, I was. Was, uh, bad. I was pretty hungover this morning. Yeah. That must I not was, have felt so good. Not feeling great. I haven't done much. I did a little uh -huh. bit of work. I went to the gym right. this morning though, so that was good. 
Yeah. Uh, I was going to say, anyways, uh, so if you haven't guessed, I'm here with my mom, uh, Nikki. Love her. Uh, <laughs> she's amazing. That's uh, true. I didn't introduce her yet, this episode. Because I'm assuming I'm going to be the forever guest. No yeah, introduction you should, necessary. You should still know who's talking to I'm unless you that's recognize true. the voice. Right, that's true. But yeah, you're right. That's possible. So we know uh, that you're always here. Like, you are the reluctant vegan son. I am the reluctant vegan son. Right, but you never know if the non-reluctant... Well, not joyous vegan mom is on. It's not even that. I mean, don't you want to be introduced? Oh, sure. Sure. I'd love to be introduced. That's I want to hear how you introduce me. Go for it. I just introduced you. That was it? You're done? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. I'll take it. Nikki is here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> that is so true. <laughs> I am here. You're drinking out of a glass jar like me. Yeah. I know. Uh-huh. Oh, I need to uh-huh. get a scoby. I need to get a scoby. Oh, do you want to you want to brew your own kombucha? Yeah. Cool. I should do that. It'll yeah, I good. had a really nice batch. You did. My friend yeah. always drink kombucha, and it made me think of that. And oh my god, they pay so much money for it too. Like a bottle yeah. of kombucha between probably five and seven bucks at least. No way, five bucks for that bottle. There's no way it's five bucks for that bottle. It's definitely it's maybe like fifty. No way. There is for like no the way. Bottle. Wait, how little yeah. the bottle? Which 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 brand? The one with the flower on it? I think it, talking about, you're talking about the thin little oblong bottle. Oh, usually $4 or more for 16 ounces. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, if, at least. I mean, and I think that's an inexpensive one. Lily pays a lot more than that in her uh, in her cafeteria. She buys kombucha in her cafeteria? Well, because she has some extra swipes at the store, and she's not able to you – know, they, they don't carry over over the week and so okay. she just ends up buying some kombucha or something oh they don't carry over over the week so yeah my Mm-mm. school they didn't carry over per semester so right that's pretty good <coughs> well different mm-hmm. excuse me yeah yeah but uh what was i gonna say yeah so uh what is new and good it took us well we missed it entirely pretty much last week we did this because week, we just kept talking and talking 17 minutes to get to the new and good wow this is progressing yeah we're doing better we, I'm not better or worse, but we yeah, somehow no, are getting there. That's getting, for sure. I mean, yeah. You have to say a new and good. Well, I, you like to say a new and good. Why do you like to say a new and good? Uh, because it's good to, you know, talk about positive things in your life or like to appreciate at least something. Mm. I feel like a lot of the heart, the thing I was listening to the life coach school podcast that you were telling me to, she was mm. saying how the hardest thing to do is appreciate your current situation. Right. I think it's I think it's pretty true. I think everybody always looks back and appreciates. You can I've never heard of anybody everybody looks back and mm. appreciates a time in their life previously. They're like, uh-huh. Oh, I wish it could be like that. Oh, it seems a lot simpler. Oh, those are the good times. Like, no, if you should appreciate the time you have and you should appreciate that time. Yeah, you can look back and appreciate the times you've previously had. But you can also appreciate the moment. Right, that there's no better time than the moment. And most likely, whatever they were appreciating in the past, they probably weren't appreciating then for whatever reason yeah. it was. So yeah. somehow things look better in hindsight. It's because you like what you can't have. A lot of people, I mean, I don't know. I, that was too general. I, okay. I, I feel like I've seen situations where people like what they don't have, where people are always wanting something that they don't have, oftentimes. Mm. They're coming like, from a place of scarcity. Yeah. Like as like, if, oh, as if someone, they can't oh. get it. Yeah. And people, cause I mean, you think of people who 
let's take uh, rock stars. Rock stars is very public. Mm. They work really hard to get that success. And what happened mm. to most famous stars when they were success? They're all on drugs. They're all on alcohol. There's so much. They're like, oh, all this pressure, all the media. Oh, I mean, like people just got into it to play music, and now they're in this whole other world. And then they take drugs and alcohol, and they're not really excited. Like a surprising amount of people, a lot of people, a lot of famous people have said they're depressed. So you would think that somebody who had achieved that and that was their great love and passion yeah. should be so ecstatic to be mm -hmm. in that situation. Like if I were a rock star playing in Madison Square Garden, I would be incredibly yeah. ecstatic. Right. But that's the part that you would be. I think they're still ecstatic at that part. Mm. Unless, I mean, it might be more of a movie thing I'm thinking about where people like are still in on stage and don't even appreciate being on stage and stuff. Mm. I don't know. That might be a movie thing. I don't, I'm not entirely sure how it happened, how much that's true in their life. Like, I'm sure there are great parts of that and people love parts of their life. Even, mm. even people who are depressed. So you're saying they would like things. the onstage thing, but somehow the rest I mean, of there, it would feel too something. much. There, there has to be something that there, there's definitely something they enjoy. Mm. I've, Interesting. I've, I would think so. Mm. I mean, I'm not a rock star. I can't. Tell. <laughs> I am a rock star and I would love to be on stage in Madison Square Garden. That's for yeah. sure. So. But you have a different idea than a lot of people because a lot of people do all this. I mean, when you think of rock stars, you think of like in the 70s and anything like sex, drugs, and rock and roll. And it's very mm. different from then what your rock star life would be. It, my rock star life would definitely be different. Yeah. I think I would have I would have the rock star life that would really like bring people in. Like I would yeah. develop big community with my music and so on. So she would run a musical cult. <laughs> Is what she was saying. I'm gonna definitely run a whatever cult for me. You know, I'm, I'm when I say a cult, I'm just gonna make sure that that I um, I don't know help as many people with their struggle as I possibly can and make this world a better place. Like that is my duty on this planet, and I was given this opportunity. Excuse me. Yeah. See, my question. I I'm confused with cults. At what mm. point do like it does it not become appreciation for something and it becomes a cult. I don't or know. It does it not become a bunch of people come. Cause like when you think of cults, you think of negative connotations, but then you think of fan bases and they're doing similar things. Right, 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 right. So, and you talk about religion, which definitely seems like a cult, but somehow it's a, a societally accepted cult. I don't understand it. Well, that's because I feel like the church, there's times in the past where there were theocracies and stuff. And mm. so the church, I think ruled. I'm not entirely sure. They wanted people to follow, and they wanted so that they could follow. keep people in line. Yeah, yeah. And and they they were controlling masses. And when you control mm -hmm. masses, those there's some ideologies that stick around and stuff, and you have a lot of people. And even if there's a downfall, I mean, people still have that. So, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think, so, so why do you think that some things are considered cults and some some things aren't? It's just the lighting put on it. I think you mm. can view anything as a cult, mm. personally. Interesting. Could, like, I mean, I think the reason why cults have a negative connotation is because of all the tragic events that have happened concerning cults. Mm. Interesting. Like, we talk about the People's Temple. Like, mm. it seems to have a lot to do with poisoning, poisoning people. Yeah. I mean, I think, typically, I think the way a cult works is it's the certain command of power and people, one person structuring the decisions and stuff. Oh, like, you know, you're probably right think, about that. I think that's yeah. probably where it comes from. Right, but there's um, generally leaders, though. In, in general, you can't have an organization that, that's, that's not saying, run without yeah. a leader. So is, is it when the leader that, somehow abuses the power? I mean, is I that just so. government? So maybe the whole country is a cult? I mean, 
you would definitely have people saying that the police are the biggest gangs and the cults and like the army is a gang and stuff. Interesting. Yeah. So, I mean, mm. think of, I don't know why, what wars we're in right now that we need to be in. Mm. I mean, there were lots of wars that we never really needed to be in. Exactly. That's for sure. I mean, That's do you ever really need to be in a war, but, but it's interesting. Yeah, the only reason why you need to be in a war is if they attack you. Right. Right. And if they attack you, then attack back. <laughs> yes. Yes, yes. Miles. You want to be a guest on my podcast? What's up? I'm recording right now. <laughs> yeah, of course. Adam is talking I to his friend. People. I yeah, the the people is me. Everybody. It's just my mom. <laughs> and, well, Hi. Um, <laughs> He yeah, can't exactly. hear anything though. Ask if I can borrow some tofu for the miso soup. Oh, of course. There should be a little bit of tofu in there. He's making miso soup tonight. Nice. Uh, and he's making a lot of it, I think. Just the, the on the oh, top shelf. That's all I had. So. And How much I'm tofu really do you excited. have at one time? Not much. I need oh. to go shopping. <laughs> well, you were talking about the root vegetables. Miso, kombu, enoki mushrooms, seafood mushrooms. I don't know what specific genus they are and dried chinese peppers chilies peppers wow but they they're spicy and they taste good wow what is the seafood mushroom is that that lobster mushroom or what is the uh, seafood mushroom oh no they're not gonna see it anyways but uh the seafood mushroom are they look like larger enoki mushrooms right they do i've seen those before small chinese chilies and we got small chinese chilies yeah oh wow i've never seen them so I, I guess have, I should unplug my headphones if you if, if you want Miles to be a guest, you definitely need him to you unplug your headphones. Talk, you come talk on the podcast. Please uh, do. <laughs> sure. But uh, I want to get started cooking so I could get back to the midterm. Sounds Sorry. good. Good luck on your midterm. No, of course. Thanks, man. Appreciate you. Yeah, of course. Thank you. <laughs> bye, so Miles. Much Tell bye Miles, Miles I said goodbye. <laughs> yep, my mom says goodbye too. So yeah, we've got our earphones on, and Miles just inadvertently came in and borrowed some tofu. Yeah. Uh, and Miles <laughs> he seems really nice. I don't know Miles. Miles. Uh huh. Nice yeah. guy. One nice people I know. He seems really great, and he loves to cook. So both of you he cook, which is pretty cook. impressive. Yeah. You were telling me about a root vegetable thing that you made the other day. Uh, you were just was, roasting some root vegetables. It was really terrifying, actually. Why? I was using a cast iron skillet, and <laughs> the pan uh, filled up fully with vegetables, and so like the liquid I put on top didn't fully cover it because it would be overflowing. Oh my <laughs> so god! I put it into the microwave. Uh, not the microwave. The oven. Holy shit! The oven. I like had to put it on top of a baking tray or something so the liquid didn't get all over the oven and just cause a complete mess. Wow! Wow! So it was a real. It was a real process. Uh huh. Well, it's interesting that you okay. roasted it with liquid in there, though. Well, it's like a stew. I mean, I oh, it was like a stew. It was I like got a stew. it. Yeah, it's not mm. a roasted vegetable thing. Oh, I thought but, it was like a roasted vegetable. No, it was a stew. I had turnips. I had beets. I had uh, carrots, celery, potatoes, sweet potatoes. Mm. Do you have to good. roast them? Well, you didn't roast them. I didn't but roast if, them ahead of time. But if you were roasting, would there be any vegetables that you have to put in first, and then other ones after, or do you just throw them in and whatever happens happens? Like see uh, where the chips land. I mean, what you could do is just put them all together, and then if something seems to be cooking faster, take it out. Mm. Yeah, I mean, but if I, you're cutting them up in small pieces, it's I probably hard to, to do. Yeah, I mean, mm. I tend to roast. Uh, I tend to roast everything together. Mm. But yeah. like if I saw the Brussels sprouts were cooking qu quicker than the potatoes, then I'll take out the Brussels sprouts. Oh, wow. Cool. Because cool, Brussels cool, sprouts, cool. I mean, you don't chop those up too fine. You just keep them pretty. 
I mean, I chop my Brussels sprouts in half, but yeah, that's what I'm saying. Know, like, they're right. still pretty easy to pick out. Right, that's true. That's Versus really just true. A shit ton of potatoes, and those cook faster. Right, right, right. But right, also, right. eat raw potatoes, and it won't hurt you. <laughs> There's oh, no like God. enzyme in raw potatoes that aren't good for you. I don't know. I was just thinking about chicken, but oh, <laughs> <laughs> no raw chicken. That's good. No raw chicken. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's very hard to poison yourself. I mean, most of whatever. Uh, infections happened, especially with lettuce crops, are usually because of runoff from animal agriculture. So mm. it's not as if the the crops itself can yeah. transmit what infections were we easily. About before you came in, why there were cults, right? Yeah, we were talking about cults, and we definitely still haven't done a, done a new and good, which is interesting for us. Yeah, I, I like I think cults are fascinating though because mm. there's a certain ideology that draws people to cults because there wouldn't be joining if there wasn't something like usually it's like an eloquent speaker. And a lot of times I feel like people who lead cults have some desire for control over mm. a group of people. I mean, mm. that's why I think there's a lot of tragedies that come with cults. Right. But I think, I think some people in power succumb to whatever the temptations of that power that's are, whether it be money or sex or some kind of control over people. Yeah. That's what, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. But I think that happens probably in any organization, mm -hmm. even if it's not a cult. So you think about, you know, leaders of large animal rights organizations that have recently been accused of, of large degrees of molestation and have to, to step like down. And you would molestation, yeah, molesting I'm people. Yeah, talking about politicians. Right. So, children. right. All, all of that. Evidently, you, you can run for president and be elected <laughs> and molest children. Yes. Odd Yes, yes, you can. It's, it's confusing. confusing. It's confusing as to why we think that's okay. Or somehow we, we don't well, look. I think the system is set up in a way that there's no real change that can occur. Because, mm. I mean, no matter how you put it, we have two these choices of people who have tons of rape accusations. Right. So. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, really like, wacky, right? Mm -hmm. It's a difficult... Mm -hmm. It's a really difficult one uh -huh. because there's no, there, it feels like people are getting pushed onto the people. Like it's hard to run for president. You need a ton of backing uh -huh. and money to run for it. And right. it's hard for someone to just run. Mm -hmm. I mean, Obama didn't have a ton of money, did he? I mean, he did it person so. to person. Yeah, it was a very grassroots effort when he was running for president. It was going person to person. People were just liking him. There was momentum building up. It was very sweet. Yeah. How well, he ended up getting elected. Occur often. Right. I, I mean, it should occur that way. Like, that's the way it should happen. We're also the only ones that don't have a coalition government mm. as the major... Uh, deciding factor we have one presidency right 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 I mean, right. I, get, I mean that's why you're talking about like a parliamentary or yeah like a parliamentary uh -huh. government we don't have that. Uh -huh. i mean we kind of have that with the senate and the house but right not really uh-huh so. interesting yeah Anyways, what is new and good <laughs> you go first <laughs> i go first well i was going to talk about this with the food so today first time in a long time i had mom do i called the head at the dominican restaurant and was like because you need to call ahead and i was like i want mom with onions and then she said, do you want cheese? I'm like, no, Ooh. I just want the onions. You uh -huh. want this fried salami? I'm like, no, I just want the onions. Stop making this more difficult than it has to be. <laughs> Although it is very typically Dominican to have your mango with mm -hmm. the onions on top and the fried cheese and the salami. So if you want to, and the egg. So if you want a cholesterol salt fest. It is amazing. It's so yummy. 
but it's so actually, bad for you. And I, it, it was hard. It was very difficult. <laughs> was it hard to say no? Yeah, I'm like, he was like, you really just want, I'm like, what the, what the fuck is this kid doing? Like, like he just wants pickled <laughs> onions on top of his mango. Like, right, right, right. What was this? I was thinking, <laughs> but yeah, maybe that's what we should do. We should make like, find a way to make vegan fried salami. Oh, I, we could totally make vegan fried salami. I was thinking about putting tempeh on there too, but. I, I mean, I, I think that'd be good, but there's definitely something textured enough to be like fried salami. Mm-hmm. You know, I could buy that for you and send it to you. Yeah, so that's yeah. what happened today. Mm-hmm. So we also got rice and beans. I've just been eating food from there the entire day. Uh-huh, cool, good for you. Well, it's an interesting thing because you would think that, you know, rice and beans and mango should be enough to eat. And so most people will have the rice and beans and mango and salad, and then they'll add a meat on top of it. You don't necessarily need that meat. I mean, that's more than enough food for a person. It tastes good. It's tasty. Well, whoever put the meat on top was, I feel like people who do that thing, like people go in a shab against with foods because there are some crazy things out there. People just keep adding, they're like, huh. Mm-hmm. What happens if I put this on top of here? <laughs> and then it tastes delicious. Right, right. But and it's also very addictive to have that amount of fried and cheese and salt. Yeah. And nitrates yeah. from the salami. I mean, it's really bad. It's like eating spam. Like it's very bad for you. But a lot of people eat spam. Right. And I'm not saying spam that it doesn't taste good. There's a salty, lot of things that taste good. Salty tasty. and fatty. Salty, fatty, tasty. Salty, salty, fatty, chewy. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Add MSG. Mm-hmm. Perfect. And oh, you and your MSG, man. I haven't used it recently, but no, uh oh, tastes good. Uh huh. It was definitely good. affects your brain. That's for sure. MSG. Oh, you're talking about sleeping. And there's no long term effects though. Oh, I have no idea what the long term or not long term effect is. Yeah, I, mean, I mean, you feel sleepy. Like, yeah, it affects your brain in that way. But is there proven right. long term effects? I don't know about that. I have no clue. It can't um, be good. <laughs> it's well, like, yeah. <laughs> it just can't be good for you. So, I mean, I mean, is the other food just not tasty enough? Like, that's the interesting question. It's not that it's not tasty enough. It's people are like, well, this is better. The right, but eventually, don't... but eventually I would get a headache from it. So it wasn't better. The downside was just that much more dread. Like I would get really tired after and then I would get a headache. So it would really already knock do down the drugs. Right. And so, so if it's not a zero sum game, it's not like you get the wonderful, it, well, it, it's, it's a less than zero sum game. It's a negative game. So you get the, maybe the wonderful high for a minute, but all the downside after you have to deal with. And is that worth it? Or MSG? Drugs, MSG, alcohol, too much food, all of it. We do like too much food. We love <laughs> eating food. Well, look at you. You're like yawning up a storm. Like how much did you I drink last night? Too much. Yeah. That's why I don't drink usually. Oh, okay. Do you normally not drink? I just smoke marijuana. Uh, much better. It is so much better. Is it really? Because yeah, that, that will have its neg- negative effects too. What, like what? I mean, you know, you, you're talking about brain cells that you're losing. You're talking about it's losing. It's proven that it kills brain cells. It totally kills it's brain not. cells. It's Absolutely. And then you lose the next day. No, marijuana, you don't lose the next day. Oh man, some people get paranoid. No, you, that, well, that's their personal, it's not right for everybody. Uh, And how about the lung stuff? The lung stuff, marijuana is not terrible for the lungs. The amount of people, okay, this is bad. I should not be using- It alters your brain. Like you don't have to alter your brain. It does, it alters your brain to a more elevated state. (laughs) Who was it that was telling me they were doing MDN, what is it, MDMA? MDMA? 
Yeah, that uh, that that helps their relationship. Yeah, that, well, yeah, that they're gonna be really happy. You're gonna be really sad. So you're gonna have great times together, and then you'll console each other. You'll get really close. It's perfect. Wait, so this couple was having a problem, and somebody introduced them to MDMA, and I think it was even a therapist, and they said it opened up the door, and now the relationship is so much better. And I don't know how much MDMA they were doing, but it just seem like okay I'm gonna try, i want to try mdma <laughs> yeah but you're right i mean it like down regulates your gaba receptors so eventually when you're not on it you don't feel happy you don't feel happy which right. is great because then you can console people the question is can they <laughs> you can together? console you people can console each other you can console each other in your no 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 that, that you will eventually not be able to achieve whatever level of happiness you would have achieved normally how long have they been taking this mdma I don't know about them, but in general, though, I've had people whose GABA receptors were so downregulated that they could not find any joy or happiness. No, yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Their relationship's going to be amazing for like three weeks. Well, they've been doing this for a while, from what I understand, but I have no it's idea. Really interesting. Yeah, it's really an interesting thing, and I'm not. I'm not talking about a young couple. I'm talking about like people my age. Yeah, I'm that was a fascinating thing for me, realizing that not only young people do drugs. <laughs> like, like I'm always thinking, like, oh, people, like, the difference between, when you're young, you think that young people, like, people around your age, like, you're having so much fun, like, everybody has fun, then you realize everybody just does the same shit. Like, there's other ways people, you know, have fun, but people still do the same shit all the time. Some of them do, and some of them don't. I mean, so, I haven't... No, yeah. I haven't done any drugs I'm in not talking about drugs and drink, 20 years that, and alcohol. You know, yeah. Yeah. But we get along by playing, we play like board games and shit and we play like other, do other things. Right. We have and a really good time. Kids who play board games. So right. you think, Oh, I'm playing board games with friends. I, this is great times. Like wonder what I'm going to do. I'll feel bad when I'm older and I have nothing to do. No, you can still play board games. And have, <laughs> right. Have but there, time. but there's some way in which getting older has made people feel like they couldn't have fun in similar ways yeah. that it was almost a negative thing or childlike to have a really good time mm -hmm. without using alcohol or drugs like we can have a really good time we play all the time you know whether it be cards or whether it be board games or whether it be you know whatever we play or watch mm -hmm. what's it and mm -hmm. what was i gonna say, was I gonna say? oh i want to tell you about um about my new and good what is so well, so I think I told you about that uh, Thai restaurant on First Avenue that I go to with my friend, yeah, every, Stephanie, my friend yeah. Stephanie and, and her daughter Annie when she can come. And they have this mock duck that I love, which every time I send her something by voice, you know, like, like when I dictate it on the voice thing for the text, it, it turns it into McDuck. So it's like a McDonald's duck. Mm -hmm. So, so the McDuck there is really good. And so I've been on this search for mock duck or McDuck. Mm -hmm. And so I've got two separate types of canned McDuck. And then I got the Maywa frozen McDuck and I've been doing a little taste test. So the cans really weren't great, but when I threw it in the air fryer for a long period of time, coated with some cornstarch, five spice powder, maybe a little bit of soy sauce and then crisped it up and it was really good. Hmm. But the Maywa frozen McDuck was definitely the best. That's good. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, searching for your own McDuck. McDuck, <laughs> searching for the you could, McDuck. You could do a review, I'll post it on Instagram. Yeah, please, you know. So if you if you hit any Asian market, that canned mock duck is not it's bad. Okay. If you, it's not bad. If you throw in an air fryer. I mean, yeah, we don't have an air fryer. But not there. I guess I could deep fry it. Oh, I guess you could. I mean, it's kind of crappy for you anyway, so you might yeah. as well just like continue I mean, the- What do people do? They fry spam. 
they do fry like, spam. That's what I thought. When you, whenever I think of canned meat, I think of spam. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's true. They so, put a lot in a can, though. My mother was making chicken from a can, remember? Yeah, I don't know about that one. <laughs> well, but what's the difference between tuna and chicken from a can? Why is tuna so acceptable? It's a good question. Yeah. I think uh, tuna, I don't know. I, it's yeah. probably the way it's preserved and stuff. Uh, it's probably, I'm, I'm There's a lot of salt guess. in it, that's for sure. What, you know, I'm, they must salt it a lot. Yeah. yeah. Oh, mm -hmm. tuna fish has a ton of preservatives. Anything in a can is not good for you, I think. There's probably a lot of salt in anything that's preserved yeah. in a can, that's for sure. And a lot of the vitamins out, like the canned that's vegetables the way, stink. Yeah, that's frozen the vegetables better. Mm. Yeah, frozen vegetables are pretty good. Mm -hmm. that's, but that, I mean, that's what people do to preserve. And they used to do that, I think, to store food for the winter. Right, absolutely. I mean, people would can a lot, but I, it's interesting. Like, so canning fresh, fresh fruit and food, do you think that's better than, you know, the way we can and, and keep it in there for a long time and then you know, like somehow send it across the country or across the world. I don't know. Interesting. No yeah, idea. I'm not sure. So. I am not sure. Another yawn. Yeah, another I'm yawn nervous. for you. Uh, what am yeah. I getting back to? But yeah, I, that's really cool that you're just getting the new mock ducking. Stuff. <laughs> the Mc, the McDuckin. McDuckin. The turd ducking. The turd ducking. The turd You got to put like a duck on a bird on like a Beyond Burger or something. <laughs> burger. I have no idea. A, a Mc Travigancy. McDuck Burger. Yeah. Turducken. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Uh -huh. Fake tur fake duck stuffed inside fake turkey. Let's go. <laughs> yes. We can do anything. Yeah. So I had a really good dinner tonight though. What'd you have? Well, you know, I really like the restaurant Sweet Greens. I don't know if you know it, but yeah. it's, so they have this um shroomami salad which is tofu and mushrooms. And then they've got this really great uh, spicy cashew dressing. And so I just recreated the salad and instead I put in the McDuck, but some mushrooms and some sesame seeds and I had a little bit of beets and then Trader Joe's has a really good spicy cashew dressing that I put on it and it was just so yummy. Mm -hmm. Nice. Yeah. So that's been like 40 minutes. Wow, that went fast, those last 20 some odd minutes. Wow, so great so, talking to you. Are you gonna get some sleep tonight? Look at you. You should see him. Oh, let me see a friend. We'll <laughs> you gonna see a friend? Yeah. Mm -hmm. cool. Cool, uh, cool, cool. So thank you for listening. Uh, and please like, subscribe, comment, leave a review if you yes. enjoyed the podcast. It'll push us up in the ratings. People yeah. will find us. I have no idea where we are in the ratings. <laughs> We're really high, but we can get higher. Exactly. I want to pass the Joe Rogan podcast. <laughs> I think we will. Yeah. What do we need to do to get there, though? We well, just have to figure that out. Podcast. Oh, well, yeah. Just keep doing it. Like, it yeah. catches on, or we just enjoy talking to each other. Yeah, Perfect. that's true. So, thank you it's for a listening. Win-win. Follow me on Instagram at Reluctant Vegan Sun. Uh, and I post daily. And thank you for listening. Follow Nikki at nyc health save on instagram and at nikki and the human element on instagram as well and mm. at nikki and the human element.com yeah so mm. <laughs> we belch we burp we Sorry yawn yeah thanks Always. for listening bye all right everybody. love you guys love bye you.